The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening to There Are No Nice Guys. This is episode 40, and after talking about the rise of lonely and often angry single men last week, I thought the best way to help out the common single woman who is open to dating and connecting with healthy, balanced single men is to show her how to profile them and avoid all the toxic ones. I'm about to share with you the techniques I use to avoid toxic men and save my energy and attention for the good ones. I do this by profiling them. Now, when I say profile men, I'm not referring to their dating profiles on the dating apps. I'm talking about building a collection of information on a man based on your intuition and your observations of his actions, behaviors, body language, interaction with others, and the energy he exudes. This assembly of information is what you use to build a profile of him, how you identify him, and how you define him. And it's what you use to decide whether or not you want to engage with him further, give him your phone number, date him, etc., You should realize that I don't invent this idea of allowing my intuition to lead me toward and away from men or people in general. In fact, earlier this year, the online publication Pure Wow published an article called Mindless Swiping is Out, Intuitive Dating is In. I'll link to it in the blog post that accompanies this episode on thereareno-niceguys.com. In this piece, the author, Sarah Stiefewater, interviewed Laura Day, an author and motivational speaker. And according to her, Ms. Day, intuitive dating is about preparing for the relationship you want before it actually begins. She says to put yourself in a headspace where when a potential mate does present himself, you're actually ready to be in a relationship with him. This means figuring out what you want out of a relationship before you start dating someone. This makes sense. Because if you already identify and decide on what you want before you're even on the dating apps, or out in the world interacting with people, your intuition will act as a filter to point out to which are the toxic males you shouldn't even bother talking to and which are the good men that you definitely want to get to know. 
Here is how the talent for profiling men happened to me. It was after months of therapy, healing, transforming, and expanding that I discovered I was organically engaging in this process with no forethought or premeditation. See, what had happened was I was just going out and about, living my life, putting myself out there. After having just ended a month of dating someone special, but someone who wasn't as compatible as I would have liked, I continued to remain open to dating healthy, balanced men and was still hopeful to meet someone with relationship potential. Suddenly, I found myself being able to read a person, especially men, within seconds of interacting with them. It was so weird. I felt like I had developed some sort of psychic ability, but it wasn't as mystical as all that. It was my intuition at work. And it operated no differently than my other senses, my vision, my hearing, my sense of smell, my abilities to taste and touch. But having strong intuitive skills was new to me. And what was really new and different is that sometimes there was no inner conflict happening. I was honoring my intuition without question. I was listening to it. There was no voice in my head saying, nah, you can't assume that about him. You're jumping to conclusions. You, you don't really know that he's a stalker. So let me give you an example. Here's how it would happen. Let's say we'd be at a bar. And a man would start a conversation with me. Before a single minute had passed, I would know that he was unhealthy, he had icky energy, and I would just run. It was like I had spidey senses that would just tell me, there's something off about this man, get away from him, leave now. And I would. This kind of thing went on for weeks. They weren't all situations where my intuition would say, run, you're in danger. The situations were mostly along the lines of, he's hiding something, he's not being honest, he's very insecure, he doesn't see women as equals, he's just not right for you. And again, these are messages I'd pick up within seconds. So it wasn't like I needed a whole lot of observation. But within a brief moment of interaction, between the eye contact, his, his outfit, the words he'd say, and, and the cadence in which he'd say them, his body language, and his overall vibe, I found myself feeling confident to read them and define their character right then and there with no physical evidence provided. The next time I saw my therapist, I told her about it. She surprised me when she said it was a natural part of the therapy and healing process. She also said as long as I continue to heal, grow, expand, etc., the skill would only become sharper. As I told her the stories of the various men I encountered and how I interpreted their characters within moments, all based on my intuition, that's when she said to me, you're profiling men. And a light bulb went off. She was right. I was profiling men, just like the FBI. 
I immediately felt bad ass. Would you like to be a guest on There Are No Nice Guys? Are you a relationship expert or did you write a book? Maybe you have a podcast too. Or are you a single woman with a great story to share? Contact me, please, and let's talk about getting you on this podcast. Go to thereareno.niceguys.com and fill out the contact form. I want to know your story. Now back to the podcast. Today, while I am able to profile a man and decide whether or not I want to continue to talk to him or walk away, I am still unable to identify why I feel the way I do. So let's say my intuition says he's dangerous. I'm unable to definitively say it's because he's a sociopath or a rapist. If I feel like he's got a secret, I'm unable to predict what that secret is. However, my therapist said that over time, I will be able to hone my intuitive skills and without the need for convincing proof. I'll be able to understand why my intuition is telling me whatever it is that it's telling me. That part hasn't happened yet, but I can't wait until it does. Before I give you my tips on how to unleash your intuition and profile man, I want to further define what intuition is. Because I think a lot of people think of intuition as some sort of paranormal ability, like being psychic. But our intuition is something we all have. It's our gut instinct. Unfortunately, it's something we tend to ignore. Two episodes from now, episode 42, I'll have Dr. Carmen Hara on. Dr. Hara is an intuitive counselor with a PhD in education and clinical psychology. Here's what she had to say when I asked her about the science behind intuition. Well, um, intuition to me is not necessarily mystical. It's an ability of the brain. Like Einstein used to say, is one of those uh, uh, extraordinary abilities and skills that is forgotten, that is not used. Uh, the brain has all kinds of skills, uh, memory, um, imagination, uh, and but it also has that particular ability to transcend time. It has uh, the skill that is called uh, intuition. So as you can see, your intuition is in fact your brain at work. Again, my interview with Dr. Hada is coming soon. So please tune in for that. We'll be talking about her book, Committed, Finding Love and Loyalty Through the Seven Archetypes. So now that you understand that intuition is not some woo-woo paranormal concept, you have a better understanding that you have the power to grasp, grow, and listen to yours. Meet Mindful is a dating app. And on the company website, there's a plethora of relationship articles. Clinical psychologist Kristen Hick wrote one titled, The Internal Compass. Using intuition for better dating. I love how she refers to intuition as an inner compass. That's certainly what it is because it guides you. Dr. Hick also says in this article, and I'm quoting, Listening to your gut and using it as a compass is an art form. That's so true. 
Well, here are my personal tips for using your intuition to profile men and protect yourself from the bad guys. First and foremost, you need to be in the state of mind and being where you have healed from or are healing from and have moved on from past traumas and grief. In other words, you cannot be in the midst of trauma or grief. That's a big step, right? You're probably thinking, are you fucking kidding me? I just ended a 10-year relationship last month and you're telling me I cannot tap into my intuition just yet? Yeah, I'm sorry. That is what I'm telling you. Grief and trauma muck up your ability to be intuitive. This is why I'm now telling women do not date right after a divorce or a major breakup or just after having experienced trauma or are dealing with grief. You are not in the right frame of mind or phase in your life to pay attention to your intuition and accurately profile men. In fact, you have a target on your back and the predators are closing in on you. You're vulnerable. Don't date. Work on healing, then work on growing. During that process is when you'll meet the power of your intuition. Two, never depend on your intuition to work when you're under the influence of booze or drugs. Sorry, it's not going to work. If you want to be in shape to accurately profile men, you must be 100% sober while you're interacting with them. I know, this news probably sucks for you. I'm sorry. I'm a year sober, and this is my chosen permanent lifestyle. So for me, it's easy. For you, it might not be. But I stand by what I said. If you want the ability to profile men, be sober when you're interacting with them. Okay, so now let's say you're healing, growing, moving on, transforming, and you're keeping sober when you're interacting with, talking to, and on dates with men. You're feeling your intuition activate, and you want to test it out. Now what? Girl, let your intuition run wild. Let it do its thing. Don't try to control it. Don't try to justify what it's telling you, no matter how outrageous it sounds. And it'll sound a lot like this. That dude's a thief. That guy is totally married. Stop talking to him. This person hurts women. Don't go home with him. He's a trumper. Dude is broke and has zero dollars to his name. Your intuition will lead you to conclusions about men with no evidence to back them up. But in spite of that, you absolutely must trust it. Remember, you owe these men nothing. You don't owe them a chance. You don't owe them a reasonable explanation as to why you no longer want to speak to them. The process of innocent until proven guilty does not apply to when you're dating. Whatever your intuition tells you, believe it and do not engage with him any further. I promise you, 
Your intuition is not betraying you. In fact, your intuition's main goal is to protect you. And it will. More than your anxieties and fears ever will. Use your intuition to profile men. Know instantly whether or not they're safe, toxic, or a waste of your time. Save yourself that time and save yourself from suffering by predicting what kind of people they are before they disappoint you. Thank you for your continued support of There Are No Nice Guys. But did you know I also have a blog? Since 2008, I have managed my own women's lifestyle blog called Lolly Shopping. I write about all the stuff that grown women love, plus my favorite places in Las Vegas. So when you're not listening to There Are No Nice Guys, please read my blog at lollyshopping.com. L-O-L-L-I-E shopping.com. Now back to the podcast. Now here's a bonus tip. Another thing my therapist told me about my intuition and new ability to profile men is that I will now repel the men I don't want. And she used that fucking word, repel. Now, I'm vain and conceited. And I thought quietly to myself as she said this, repel men? Me? I never repel men. I'm too pretty for that. But that's not at all what she was talking about. In fact, I learned firsthand what she meant. Sure enough, y'all, I do have a power to repel men, specifically men I don't want to talk to or near me. I'll give you an example. On my birthday, which was just last month, I took the day off from work and treated myself to a slice of birthday cake from Freed's Bakery, which is my favorite bakery in Las Vegas, and an iced lavender-infused latte from my favorite coffee shop, Makers and Finders, in downtown Las Vegas. So I'm inside Makers and Finders, standing near the breakfast bar, waiting for my coffee, and I see that the bar is filled with men. They all looked at me, and I gaze at the menu, watching them in my peripheral vision. Most all of them merely glanced and then looked away, but one held a persistent gaze. My instinct said, don't look. My fear of missing out said, but what if he's cute? I should have listened to my gut. He wasn't cute at all. We locked eyes and I was like, ew, he was so not my type and his energy was super broken. I sensed it from his eyes. He had sketchy eyes. Also, he had a ponytail. And not like a sexy Jason Momo ponytail, but like it was bald on top and whatever hair he had left, he grew long and pulled it back into a ponytail. It was not a good look. Anyway, once I realized he wasn't my type and I did not want him to approach me, I quickly looked away. My flesh got really warm. I repeated in my head, Please don't approach me. Please don't approach me. Please don't approach me. Well, he got up to leave, and I was still standing near the bar waiting for my coffee. He could have headed to the door, 
without walking anywhere near me. But instead, he chose the longer route to the door, which brought him right to me. Ugh! As he passed me and we were shoulder to shoulder because I remained frozen facing the counter and the menu and not looking his way, he tried to stop. I swear, y'all, and I know this sounds crazy, but it was as though my own energy formed the shape of a six-foot hand and pushed him along. He even tried to fight it. His body jerked. And his feet attempted to stop his steps, but my energy really forced him along. It felt like there was a conflict between my energy and his. Like when you have two magnets that push each other apart instead of sticking together. You've done that, right? You take two magnets and instead of them sticking together, they repel one another and you can actually feel the energy of repulsion between them. That's what it felt like. So he didn't approach me. He exited the cafe and he left me alone. He did linger outside for a moment and I just didn't exit until I saw him walk away. But that's what my therapist meant about repelling men. Other instances have occurred just like that. Needless to say, the kind of men I don't want to approach me do not anymore. And if they do, and I immediately shut the conversation down, I don't have some crazy man cussing me out. Like, seriously, toxic men are just leaving me the fuck alone. It's pretty cool. And I feel like that much more safer wherever I go alone. I really want you to get to a point where you don't need tangible evidence and simply trust your instinct to provide you with all the information you need to profile men. But if you do question your instinct and engage with a man, but want to find verifiable evidence to prove your instinct correct, here are some ideas. Use Google to gather background information on this dude. Make sure you have his first and last name. You can find criminal records, his property address, and other clues to help you ascertain if he's lied about who he is or if he's hiding any secrets. I use the voter registration website, voterrecords.com, to dig up political leanings because that matters to me. I could never fucking date a Republican. Go through his social media. What does he post and share? Who are his friends? What do they post? What pages has he liked? On Instagram, I like to see who the guy I'm interested in is following. If 80% of the profiles he's following on Instagram are of scantily clad, sexy women, well, that tells me he's probably a woman collector and I don't date those guys. The best evidence to use to justify your intuitive messaging is his own actions and reactions. Look at his body language and his eye movement. Do his actions match his words? For example, if he says he's rich, but then takes you on a date and you end up paying for your meal, is he really rich? 
How does he react when you say no to him? That will tell you a lot and justify your initial gut instinct about him. I have another story for you. I recently had to end an ongoing service I was receiving from someone else because they moved away. I don't want to go into details as to what that service was because I, as I always say in Las Vegas, it's a small town. So I could no longer use his service and he offered to recommend somebody else. So he did. The first thing I did was go to this person's website and my intuition was immediately like, you're not going to like this guy. That's it. Nothing else. Just, you're not going to like this guy. He's white, middle-aged, and his photos on his website were super cheesy. So my fear of being judgmental and snobby was kicking in. Was I just being mean because he's cheesy? Is this why I wasn't going to like him? Then my logic was like, he's probably a Trumper. That's what you're sensing. So I found his Facebook profile page, and guess what? He's not a Trumper. In fact, his politics align with my own. As far as I could see visually, I had no reason not to contact him. He seemed perfectly safe. Perhaps I was just being a bitch after all because I didn't like the photos on his website. I texted him and introduced myself and asked if he was taking new clients. He confirmed he was. I asked him his rates and process for starting a new business relationship with me. His reply was long-winded. His rate was $15 more an hour than my last service provider. And his process, it was over the top. He also suggested we meet for coffee first to see if we'd be a fit. But I already knew the answer. I very politely told him that I could tell by the description of his process that I wasn't a fit for him as a client, but I appreciated that he provided all of the information. Then I put my phone away. I turned the ringer off. I I went about whatever project, chore, activity I was trying to complete. An hour or so later, I retrieved my phone to check messages, and there were 11. All of them from this one man. And that was the evidence I needed to prove that my gut instinct was spot on. I was hiring him for a service, not trying to set up a date, but the way he reacted to my decision to not hire him mirrored the reaction of a man I reject romantically. He didn't call me names. He didn't say anything inappropriate, but he did send 11 separate text messages trying to convince me to meet him for coffee and give him a chance. That's weird, right? My intuition was not judging him based on his cheesy pictures on his website. My instinct was protecting me. From what, I don't know exactly. Like I said, I haven't developed that part of my intuitive skills yet. At the very least, I simply would not have liked him and his service. Not as much as I had enjoyed the last guy. Hiring him would have been a waste of time and disappointing. It's possible my intuition is protecting me from something more than that. 
But even just that, wasting money and feeling disappointed is enough to make me feel grateful for my intuitive skills, to feel as though I was saved from something. In the end, it wasn't his website or his social media that provided me with the evidence necessary to confirm my intuition. It was his behavior. So while you can Google for background information and see how many half-naked women he's following on Instagram, the best way to profile men is to simply trust your gut and observe his behavior. That's it. Do it when you're healed or healing, but have moved on. Do it sober. And do it with a great amount of faith in your intuitive skills. Don't question them. One of the best ways you can improve your dating life is to build a rock-solid relationship with yourself. One of the ways to do that is to have an unbreakable faith and unshakable confidence in your intuition. Now get out there and start profiling men. Repel the bad ones while you're at it. Come back next week. I'm going to walk you through the maze of dating coaches, life coaches, and relationship coaches. Oh my. Should you hire one? Maybe. I'll let you know on the next episode of There Are No Nice Guys. Until we connect next week, just remember, never fuck a Republican. Break, 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 break.